0: is talking this walk if you haven't yet subscribe like share um, hit the alert button you know we're trying to reach as many people as we can for Christ and today I got something that God has laid on my spirit but first let us pray dear Heavenly Father I just give you the honor the praise and the glory And I ask that you have your way. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. I ask that you speak what you would want to say, that I decrease and you increase, and that you speak to your people in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you open up minds and open up spirits and hearts to receive your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you quicken people, that they may receive what it is that you have to say that they may take heed and hasten to the word of the Lord, that they may hear you and not me, that they may hear the Father and not me, that they may hear you, Jesus, and not me. So use me as your vessel to speak to your people. give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory in Jesus' name, amen. Well, I wanna talk to you today about the Holy Spirit and what I believe the Holy Spirit has been saying you know, as the fivefold ministry is for the edification of the church, but it's so many people not equipping the saints. And that's a disjustice to the purpose of the Father, to the will of the Father. Now, there's a lack in the body of teachers that's teaching. So, therefore, it's almost like some of the Christians have been malnutrition in a, in a way, in a sense because we're skipping steps and we're in some different times where it's up to the people that God has called to step in and fill those gaps to speak, to help the people, to equip the saints. But for some reason, we have got off track with it, but that doesn't stop time from going. So we must take responsibility and do the things we're supposed to do But the only way we can make up time is through the Holy Spirit because it is the Holy Spirit that quickeneth. Now, in times of Noah, you know, there was a flood. So all the times up until the flood, everything was everything. But when the flood came, it was almost like basically like, okay, if someone say, okay, time to to pay up it's okay when you got time to lollygag but but when the time comes now the the flood has come so with that i want to read ezekiel 33 six. if when he seeth the sword come up on the land he blow the trumpet and warn the people then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and take not warning If the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him, but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity but his blood i will require at the watchman's hand see there are watchmen watchmen to say what the lord wants to say watchmen to protect the people watchmen to protect the gates watchmen to understand what is going on when people don't want to understand when people don't say what they're supposed to say God still got people everywhere. If we don't do what we're supposed to do, God will get somebody else because the will of the Father is greater than our purpose, greater than what we want to do, is greater than um, one individual. That's why it's the kingdom of God and it's a whole body. But if we're not sounding alarm, then how do we call ourselves Watchmen? See, it's a lot of churches and I love the church, so don't get it conflicted, but it's a lot of churches that are being pastored and things of that nature that they're not signing a Some want members, and they don't want members to leave. Some want ties, and they don't want the ties to go down. Some are pleasing people, pleasing the flesh, so they're not saying what God wants to say. Some people are quenching the spirit, you know, and then you got Ichabod where, you know, some places where the glory has left. It is what it is. But some people won't say what God says say. Also, in that, It doesn't equip the saints. It doesn't help the people. It really malnutritions the people and handicaps God's people. So God said, I will move you out of the way and get somebody that will say what I want to say, that will say what thus says the Lord. Because when God says stuff, it's still in love. He might give us correction, but it's correction because he loves us. It It might seem like a hard word, but at the same time, the root of it is his love because God is love. Now, is God a God of war? Yes, he is. But he still love over all. So everything God does is because He knows best, but it's also because He loves us. So with that, we have to sound alarm, and the alarm is we as people need to know the Holy Spirit. It's so many people talk about it, but it's a lot of less people that's that's really um, mean it, meaning it. It's a lot less doers and a lot of hearers. And we need to get that switch because the times that we are in now are crucial. We're not in the old times. So now that the flood has come and coming, you know, like like the days of Noah. Now it's not that time to just lollygag. It's not that time to act like you don't know because the flood is coming. So we must equip the saints to let them understand what it is that we're supposed to do. And God always gives us instruction. He gives us instruction through his Holy Spirit to allow us to navigate through the times, to allow us to navigate through anything that comes our way, to allow us to navigate through times of famine, to do hard times, through anything that comes against us. The Holy Spirit has an answer. The Holy Spirit is there to lead us, is there to guide us. So in order for us also to go to another place in him, we must understand that we are a spirit. You know, we are a spirit in a body with a soul. We are a spirit in a body with a soul. Some people worship with flesh. Some people worship because they're copying what other people do. Some people worship because they're doing what's trending. Some people worship because of what they see. And in John 4 23 to 24, it says, But the hour is coming. And now is now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such to worship him in spirit and truth. Some of us try to worship God in our flesh. The father is seeking such to worship him that will worship him in spirit and in truth. So you're not worshiping unless you're worshiping in spirit and in truth. And the Bible says in verse 24, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So therefore, if he's a spirit, then you can't worship him with your flesh. So how are you worshiping God if you're worshiping him and you think you're worshiping him with your flesh? You're moving and doing all these things, but your spirit is saying something else. And that's the thing that we have to understand. That's the thing that we need to be taught. That's the thing that's going to bring his presence in and, and bring us into the glory. You know, a lot of time, you know, things are not happening because we're in our flesh. But it also comes from a lack of knowledge and lack of understanding where we don't truly understand it. And a lot of time, you know, when he says my people perish for lack of understanding, lack of knowledge, some things that we do, we do because somebody taught us, and we don't truly understand what we're doing. But we need to be taught right. This is why I talked about the teachers. The teachers are important. I love apostles, love prophets, love evangelists. You know, all, the the fivefold pastors. But we also have to love the teachers because I love them all. Because God got a purpose for every every one of them. But if we're lacking you know the the body needs all the parts so if we're lacking in one area we're going to be weak in that area which is an open door for the enemy but if everybody can understand that when we worship we worship in spirit and truth now imagine everybody getting together and worshiping at one time on one accord the glory shall come because in 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 the kingdom of god or in heaven to say the angels you know are worshiping 24 7. Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, you know, he inhabits our praises, but our worship brings his presence. Our worship, angels are attracted to worship. So if we're having church and we're not worshiping in spirit and truth, we're not satisfying and bringing the presence of God. And we can do nothing without God. What's the point of going to church if Jesus is not gonna be there? I don't wanna go if he's not gonna be there. What good is the preaching and the teaching if the spirit of the Lord is not there? It's pointless. So what gospel will we be preaching? What gospel will we be teaching? What gospel will we be getting in in our spirit, man, that can change us? Not the true one. So therefore, we have to understand these things so people in the church can be on one accord. And it's not just this person and this person, but everybody, because The kingdom of God is not for one person. It's for all of us. But we need to get on one accord. But we also need to help each other, but also be taught the right way. And then we'll see the results of heaven here on earth. You know, unfortunately, some people will lead a church because of the truth. Everybody don't want the truth. You know, in uh, the Bible, when 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 Jesus said, eat of my flesh. And drinking my blood it says many left you know it's like that in the world many people will leave you when you start talking about what the spirit of the truth is saying what the Holy Spirit is saying why is that because everybody don't want to eat of his flesh everybody don't want to drink of his blood some people saying That is a hard saying. So, you have to understand, everybody won't believe. So, once you start telling the truth and and speaking the truth and saying what thus said the Lord, saying what the Holy Spirit is saying, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, many people won't receive it. There's going to be many people that's going to say, This is a hard saying. Who can stomach it? And that's the thing. So, many people won't do it. Now, I'm not saying that there's there's some uh, a lot of them that that's not, but it's many that's not, and that's the problem in the body of Christ. Because are you a watchman? Are you serving God and saying what God wants to say? Because some people won't say it because they want them tithes. You know, some people won't say it because they want that big church. Some people won't say it because they want them friendships. Some people won't say it because they want that popularity. Some people won't say it because they want that following. Some people won't say it because they want their own kingdom. It's called the kingdom of God that we serve. But many people have been building their own kingdoms. And I believe that God is tired of that. So therefore, he's saying if everybody can get on the one accord, but understand who the Holy Spirit is, then you can tap in to heaven. You can tap in to the, the Holy Spirit into the mind of Christ. You can tap in in the same spirit that the pastor is preaching with the same spirit that the prophet is talking through, the same spirit that the evangelist is speaking through. The same spirit that your brother or sister's over there uh, praying through is the same spirit that you can tap into. But we have to understand this. We have to know the Holy Spirit. But knowing the Holy Spirit is, is the way God designed us to be. There was a reason that Jesus ascended so that he could come, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. John six sixty through 64. And everybody won't believe. Now, many, therefore, of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Because it's a hard saying. Who can hear it? Who Who, who want to change? Who want to hear the truth? Who want to be convicted? You know, I, the Holy Spirit still convicts me. The day I stop getting convicted, there's the day that I'm not really hearing the gospel and I'm not receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit came to convict. But it's a good conviction because he's here to change us and and make us more like Jesus Christ if we're willing. But that's the point of it. But this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? So many people will leave. And that's why sometimes many churches say say the same things that people want to hear. The same regurgitated messages and things of that nature, because it's a hard saying. Who can hear it? Verse 61. When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? Now, does this offend you? What happens when a spirit of offense comes? What what happens when someone is offended? You make a choice to go left or to go right, to agree, to disagree, to say yes or to say no. So Jesus said, does this offend you? Because this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Because if it offend you, you either going to leave or you going to stay. So you going to make a choice. So Jesus said, does this offend you? Cause he said, "Drink of my blood and eat of my flesh." Cause if it offend you, you gonna leave. But if it don't, you gonna stay. So he said, "Does this offend you?" And then he said, "What and if shall ye see? What and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where He was before? It is the Spirit that quickeneth; the flesh profit nothing. The words that I speak unto you they are spirit." and they are life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. Spirit. God is a spirit. Those that worship must worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believe not, and who should betray him. See, this is the thing about that. Jesus was seeing in the spirit. How else could he know that, that some of them didn't believe. Like I said. And who should betray him. He already knew. From the beginning. But how would he know from the beginning. Through the spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. You know. And, and the, the gifts. Are the gifts of the spirit. Not the gifts of man. Not the gifts of flesh. But the gifts of the spirit. So therefore. Jesus was seeing in the spirit. But he already knew. Who didn't believe. And that's just the thing. You know. Sometimes. We don't understand that the words that some people speak are spirit. You know, I remember uh one day God was showing me. He was like, look, this, the spirit of a man is, is, is realer than the man, you know? And, and as God was telling this to me, he was basically saying like, that's why my words that I speak positive, they are deposited in a man's spirit, spirit man, therefore the man is receiving something that he might not even know he's receiving. But also the fact that the spirit is realer, you know, you might have people looking at you and saying what they want to say with their flesh and with their mouth, but all the time their spirit is telling the truth. So how did Jesus be around them and know from the beginning that they believe not? Because they spirit, but also he said, it's the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing so he was telling them the importance, you know, and some of us in today's society, we are living through our flesh. I'm saying with Christian. Now, can you be a Christian? I'm not 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 saying that you can't be a Christian, but I'm saying, are you really walking in the spirit? Are you really understanding who you are in Christ to that degree? Because as we grow in Christ, we go from milk to meat, but we go from faith to faith. So we develop. And the the Holy Spirit has come to convict us. So therefore, the conviction brings change. And through that change brings growth. So if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be the same Christian that you was 10 years ago. You shouldn't be the same Christian that you was 20 years ago. You shouldn't be the same Christian that you was 30 years ago. Because the Spirit quickeneth. And you should be changing through the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Or you're not taking heed. Or you're quenching the Spirit. But some of these words people don't want to hear. Because who can... hear this who can stomach it many left people want to leave when they hear the truth the spirit of truth because the spirit of truth come to cut you know Hebrews 4 and 12 it says for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit so the word of God cuts through what? The spirit, meaning it's penetrated the spirit man. And that's what we have to understand. Like our words can't do what the word of God can do. That's why the word of God brings change. That's why the word of God uh, through the Holy Spirit convicts. That's why when God gives us a word, he gives it authority and it comes to, and it cuts through. And it says, and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And that's why we have to understand that the word of God, it, it does something different than, than than these sayings. It does something different than somebody just talking. It does something different that we must understand that gets in our spirit, man. That's why sometimes you can walk around and you can say, um, uh, I don't know. I just felt uh, that something told me or, you know, you might feel that, um, you know, something just was there in your memory that you didn't know, and you was like, some, I don't know, I just, for, for some reason, I just keep hearing this or, or hearing that because it's coming from your spirit man. And that's what we have to understand. So even when you don't understand stuff is being deposited in your spirit, Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit. And that means the words when he's speaking that are spirit, they're penetrating your spirit, the spirit man, whether you like it or not, you're receiving something and that, through the, through, the, through the Holy Spirit brings change. So we can say one thing and act like we don't hear a thing, but all the time it's being deposited Why? in the Spirit. People can so um, preach and people can say, okay, well, I just feel like he's talking to me. Or, or people are in the church be thinking that somebody told their business and things of that nature. Because the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, like the Bible said, a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart, the intents of the heart. So therefore, the Holy Spirit, I mean, the spirit, man, is, is realer than, than, than the outside man. So this is why the spirit is discerning things that you don't even understand. And you think the person know you. You think it's all of this other stuff going on. Somebody says something or somebody or the pastor or something targeting you. No, it's a discerner a discerner and, and that's what the word does so therefore when somebody is preaching the word of god under the unction of the holy spirit it's going to speak to you whether you like it or not and in proverbs twenty twenty seven, it says the spirit of man is the candle of the lord searching all the inward parts of the belly the spirit of man not the flesh of man it's the candle of the lord that's why god connects with your spirit man We must understand that God is not speaking to your flesh. Those that worship must worship in spirit and truth. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit, the spirit, the spirit of man. You are a spirit. And it says searching all the inward parts of the belly. You know, and that's why people just say, you know, I just felt like something, something, something said. I don't know what it was, but I just feel like, you know, I've been there. Or I just feel like, you know, people saying they got deja vu or they feel like they did something before. And this this, is it. Because the Holy Spirit is bringing stuff to your remembrance through your spirit, man, and we have to understand that. And in that, you know, when it talks about the belly, in Hebrew, the belly, you know, representing like the seat of your emotions and like your deepest inner parts, you know, like uh, the way we talk about the heart. In Hebrews four and thirteen, it says, "Neither there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked." and open unto the eyes of him whom we have to do. There is nothing that you are doing that God doesn't see. Therefore, we must understand that your spirit man is like a GPS. Your spirit man is recording everything that you're doing. So some of us think that, you know, we can be disobedient, we can do what we want to do, or we can act like we don't hear God. But he sees everything but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So therefore you can't run, you know, this is called accountability. This is called responsibility. And some of us think, okay, well, you know, I can just leave God. I can just do what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, you can. But at the same time, don't think that God don't see, you You know, so if you really love him and you say you love him, then he sees you. Now it's about what Jesus did on the cross. But you can't use the grace and, and do what you want to do uh what did what did Paul say uh should I just abide uh, keep abounding in sin he said, God forbid so don't try to abuse the grace and that's the thing you know some some of us have to understand that you aren't a kid you aren't you aren't on milk and and, and just because you ignore God that don't mean that he's not speaking to you that don't mean that you're not held responsible that don't mean that you're not being seen by God. The eyes of him with whom we have to do. So that takes me to Genesis 3 and 11. And this is what God is wanting to do. He wants to get us back to Eden. And it says, and he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Who told thee that thou thou was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree? Whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat. Who told thee that thou was naked? See, this is the thing. We have the Holy Spirit and your spirit allows us to be naked. See, you don't think that you're naked sometimes. Who told thee that thou was naked? See, this is before uh, the new covenant. You know, the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit had not descended and the New Testament, which we are under. The Holy Spirit is here. So therefore, the spirit of the man, you know, we connect through the Holy Spirit and it connects to our spirit, man. So things are different. So we are naked before Christ, even though sometimes we can act like we aren't. We are naked because of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. God sees everything. And in Genesis 2:25 it says, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now, this is going back because before um, who told him was naked and they both were naked here, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed because God wants to take us back to Eden. See, so through the Holy Spirit, God wants us to be not ashamed. And this is just it. Through the Holy Spirit, we don't have to be ashamed through the blood of Jesus. But at the same time, if, if we can receive that and we can receive the Holy Spirit, we can be changed. And we also can be responsible and, and hear and, and grow because we're allowing the Holy Spirit to change. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us. We're allowing ourselves to understand that we are naked and we aren't ashamed. So this is why, you know, in the body of Christ, we've got this big thing where, you know, people are mixing up the Old Testament prophets with the New Testament prophets. That's why with the Holy Spirit now, it's a little different. Now, there's still prophets today. Yes, it is. But the functions are not the same like the Old Testament prophets. The Old Testament prophets, you know, they were the mouthpieces to the point to where people wouldn't hear from the Lord. But now we have the Holy Spirit and this is the whole big sum up of of this right here. We have the Holy Spirit to tell us things. So if a prophet is speaking something, you can consult the Holy Spirit in the same spirit. If they're speaking from the Holy Spirit, test the spirit to see if they have God. But if the Holy Spirit is speaking through them, the same Holy Spirit you have access to, to say that this spirit is bearing witness. So when your pastor is preaching through the Holy Spirit, you have access to the same Holy Spirit to say, is that you, Holy Spirit? When you hear some on TV or on YouTube or whatever you're watching, you have the access to say, Holy Spirit, is that you? So we need the Holy Spirit to discern. We need the Holy Spirit to not be fooled. We need the Holy Spirit to have direction and guidance. And God is saying through these times that we're in, because the flood, like we talked about with Noah, is 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 coming. And, and therefore, in order to navigate through it, we need the Holy Spirit. So, we can get instructions because it's one thing when somebody else can tell you something, but it's another thing that God has made provision for everybody because He knew what was going to come because He's the beginning and the end. So, He already made provision and said, Look, I'm going to give them my spirit so they can know me and I can be with them and dwell with them wherever they go. So, therefore, they can talk directly to me. And that's the thing. Everybody doesn't appreciate the Holy Spirit. Everybody you know, don't take heed to the Holy Spirit. Now I'm not saying you gotta be perfect, but there's a reason and it's a time when the flood comes to pay attention. So therefore you have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes, when people say stuff, like I spoke earlier this year and God was already warning people and he had me speak about the Holy Spirit. He was telling people to look, get to know the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we can take stuff for face value, stuff that we hear all the time. We act, we, we act like it's just a nonchalant word. But God is, you know, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He's so much bigger than, than what we think and what our minds can, can fathom. So God says stuff because he's strategic. We don't understand some of the things God tell us to do. We don't understand sometimes when the Holy Spirit say, move left or move right, the, the consequences of it. But that don't mean that he's not telling us. That don't mean it's not uh, strategic. But if we can tap into that, then, then our life will be a lot better. And that's the thing that we have to understand. So God is saying, I need you to hear the Holy Spirit, hear what thus said the Lord, hear what I'm saying to my people, hear my spirit, get close to me through my spirit. God has did his part, but we got to do our part. So when the times come, you can't say, okay, God, you didn't tell me. Because the Bible also says out of two or three prophets, you know, it's confirmed. But the thing with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can tell you too. The Holy Spirit can bear witness to that word. Now see, in the Old Testament, it would have been a little different. But now you have the same spirit. Now, that don't mean that God, the Holy Spirit would tell you the same way. He might. He can do what he wants to. He's the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, he will bear witness. And that's one reason why we have the Holy Spirit, so that we can understand the truth, that that his spirit can bear witness and tell us of things to come. Tell us if somebody is trying to uh, tell us something that doesn't line up with his spirit, that doesn't line up with his word, that doesn't line up with his truth, because he is the spirit of truth. We should be led by his spirit. And this is not my words, his words. So Romans 8, 14 through 16, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You haven't received the spirit of bondage again. That means that's a different spirit again to fear. But you have received the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. See, oh, that's a beautiful thing. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit is itself bears witness with our spirit, our spirit, man, that we are the children of God. So therefore that sums it to the point to saying that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit, the spirit that we have, that we are the children of God. So there's a purpose. There's a reason. There's something that tells us there's a knowing in that it bears witness. So you tell me that whether you need the Holy Spirit or not, because you can't bear witness by yourself. So. You know, in John 14, 26, it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, ain't nothing else going to bring to your remembrance what he said, nothing else, but the comforter, which he gave us. But he had a purpose because he was strategic. He knew what was coming. And we have to understand that we have to trust him. So we can't trust in what we think is going to happen. We have to trust in him and go through whatever comes our way, knowing that he got us, knowing that he made provision, knowing that we can trust in his word, knowing we can trust in what he's saying to us through his spirit, knowing that we can be led by his spirit because it's the spirit of truth. It's there to guide us. He's there to guide us. Excuse me. And that's the reason that, that he gave him to us to lead us to guide us but also to empower us and many times we ignore the Holy Spirit and we act like uh, we need somebody else to now I'm not saying that God don't you know the gifts is for the education church and God can use a donkey but at the same time you can tap into the Holy Spirit and see if that donkey is of God you understand and um, in First Corinthians 9 through 12 and this is the last scriptures it says but at it It is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit, the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? I'm going to read that again. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him. Nothing else besides the spirit of a man. So that means your spirit man is answering to the Holy Spirit which is the connection that we have to God's spirit, the spirit of truth. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So, it's the comparison to say, no, you know, if this if the spirit of a man knows a man, then what who knows God besides the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of God. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. So all that to say, get close to the Holy Spirit know god understand that we need his holy spirit not just to do things in the works but to know him to lead us to guide us and it's crucial because the times that we're um coming into and also the times that we're in to navigate to to get whether it be ideas whether it get it where it get to um whether it be secrets whether it be understanding all the different things that we need the Holy Spirit to basically to live and get through the times that we're in because we need provision and the provision comes from above because God knows all because he's beginning to end. So don't quench the Spirit. And and when we teach people, you know, teach people to know the Holy Spirit because if if, imagine if everybody in the world knew the Holy Spirit in the way that they're supposed to, how everybody would be. No one would want to be like anyone else. Because they'll be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be who they are created to be and function how they are created to function. And they'll be led like Jesus was led by the Spirit. And they wouldn't be going to the wrong places. They wouldn't be making the wrong choices. They wouldn't be doing the wrong things because they will be growing. They wouldn't be perfect, but they'll be led by the perfect Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. So I love you. With the love love of Christ, God bless you. You know, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And until next time, this is Talking This Walk. God bless.